Well, all right, here we are. Another uh, another episode of Journey with Michael and Ryan. Thank you very much for stopping by and joining us. It's good How to have you all here. Yeah, it is good. It's good to be back as always. As always, it's good to be back, brother. It is good to be back. We're in, we're in, in, in a little unique uh, instance today. Obviously, always the show goes on, regardless of what we've got going on in our lives. We're we're busy peeps. I'm I'm away uh, on a bit of business, and yet here we are. That's why we're doing it over Zoom. So we uh, we ensure that that the episodes get done each week. Continue to your practices, secret to success, baby. Oh yeah, that's it. The consistency of continually showing up doesn't matter the circumstance. So what are we going to be talking about today, Mr. Michael? Well, today we're going to be talking about all the fun things, I guess. It runs from a few other themes of other podcasts that we've uh, that we've spoken about earlier uh, in the seasons. Uh, today we're going to talk about masks. We're going to talk about armor. We're going to talk about invisible armor. And if you're wondering what the heck we're talking about, we'll continue to listen because we will talk about it all, folks, in here today. Um, I guess I'll kick it off from... The first time I really understood about what invisible armor was um, was actually in our rebirthing uh, course. And I think probably about six or seven months in, and we had to, we got asked to stand in front of the class. And by this point, we'd all, you know, know each other pretty well. And uh, our teachers, uh, Pauline and David, well, they, 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 they got us to stand up and, and each of the students had to basically rip you to shreds of things that they know about you that you aren't facing. And you basically had to stand there and thank them, even whilst you're feeling the reaction. Uh, and then from that, obviously, someone was recording what the answers were. And then there was like a general theme of about what was the invisible armor that actually you held on to. And, and, and it, it's an identity of you that you don't see that actually does the work with you as well. And uh, and so that's that's really the first time I thought, geez, there, there, there's that's a that's a a complexity of the human that I didn't really know about. I was like, the armor that does work. I was like, what? And yeah, from there it's kind of just been a little bit more of a of a deeper diving into the learnings and things like that throughout the years since then. And um, but that was a uh, yeah, I reckon that was the first shot. I reckon that was the first time you what learned about. Un- armor or just started to understand the, the concept of what it is? I think the understanding of the concept of what it was, really. It was, um, and especially the invisible part, because I thought, you know, going, obviously we were quite deep into the rebirthing and and I'd started to to, to kind of go onto my ayahuasca plant medicine journey uh, then as well. And, you know, you're, you're having living deaths and you're going through uh, various stages of, of of releasing trauma and programs and things like that. But the the concept of invisible armor, well, that was that was something that was new. Mm. Well, I suppose it, <clears throat> the interesting thing with that process, um, I don't remember the whole thing, but I, I can remember that the, the, the feeling that it created inside of me. Um, and the thing about it that was different in that process was because you were intentionally allowing people to offend you mm. and like hurt you and bring up things or even like use things against you through conversations you'd had throughout the, the nine months program to really just let that invisible arm come through. You know, yeah. there's a lot that of armor that we can have. 
that we're conscious of. And we're only conscious of it because the things that brings it out is something we experience often. And it's not often we experience like direct hate or people trying to offend us. You know, it's always like passive aggressive or a roundabout way or hearing a conversation through someone else or even like your own projections on a situation or something that someone may say. But the power in that situation was one, the trust that we had in the facilitators to guide us through it to the trust that we had in the other people in the room. Um, And I guess lastly, just our own want and desire to want to know what's behind or hidden or, or as you say, like invisible, right? Like what is it that's, that's protecting us? What mechanisms within us are protecting us that we uh, are yet to discover? And it mm-hmm. sort of came up and throughout that process, right? Like people are saying these things, you, you, you really feel uh, the hurt of specific ones, you know, certain things you'd obviously work through, Um, But there was a few things that I remember that just really, really cut me to my core. Um, Yeah, so it was a a challenging process, but essentially a beautiful process because it's all all, all change starts through awareness, right? Mm. And if you don't have the awareness of of what's going on on or the armor that that is invisible, it's like how can we truly allow ourselves to take it off? How can we take off something that we we cannot see, right? Mm, Yeah, and... (laughs) And, and and the the armor that does the work, I mean, there's some there's some so an interesting frame of reference there. Um, you know, you can certainly probably add in like the spiritual bypassing aspect and things like that of of you know certainly facilitators or people and or, or an identification through that um, with the love and lightness and all that. It's it's you know this invisible armor. It can it can it can as I say, just appear, I don't know, but it takes the depths of 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 willingness to go in to be like, what is that? And and bring it out. And that's where you could get, you know, depths of grief can bring things out, can bring out your armors, uh, you know, uh, heart change, heartbreak, um, death, um, you know, certain changes or, or of your own health in your life. Uh, these are the lessons, these are the gifts that the universe will bring up to us for us to be able to look deeper into ourselves to go ah that's that's something that's been playing out for for my life do i want to carry that on Mm. and this is where the 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 biggest shifts in ourselves can be done usually are done from the deepest realms of the of the experience of what we're going through through something Definitely, and, and so standing in front of people, going, "Give it to me." That's a that's a deep willingness for you to be, you know, people to to intentionally offend you, mm. and then you're allowing yourself the offense. But it's what is the thing that's allowed what's offending you, and then you got to look at that. It's a, oh, it's a it's a <laughs> twisted concept, but it, it was it was truly great. It was really really good. And it, and as I said, it, it, it's all about trust, right? Like we're not saying to go on and just start offending the people to trigger them so that they've got situations or things to work on. Um, yeah. This is a container that we were in with people for, for six months to intentionally go into this work, to become facilitators so that we know and understand ourselves so that we can support other people in understanding themselves. Um, and it's even just, uh, it's not even something that, that realistically or understanding the armors or understanding your invisible armors. It's not like a process you even realistically have to go through with others 
or it may be something that you can do with this with a with a group of close friends or even your partner right um mm. but even just allowing yourself to do it with yourself you know looking yourself in the eyes and just allowing yourself to be honest with yourself about the contractions that you have within your life you know what are you not allowing yourself to do based on fear or judgment or the perception of what other people people may think or say yeah um and really allowing yourself to to just check in and be honest and like just take stock of of the thoughts the self-criticism the imposter syndrome that's going on inside us and and trying to see where it comes from Mm, yeah the imposter syndromes are uh, a bit of a buzzword going on at the moment isn't it but uh, it's I, I remember having a, and I still to this point, I think everyone always is going to have with it as you're stepping into higher realms and higher levels. You're always going to be in the unknown. Your your ego self's going to want to go, no, you can't do that. It's it's too much. Like stay where it's comfortable. Uh, I, I think that's probably what more imposter syndrome is. It's it's, it's just the the fear, you know, masquerading as a as a as a concept potentially that we need to, to to create to go well i'm not i'm not good enough at any of this well you're not good enough at anything when you first start it just 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 move through it uh there's a great quote by by a stoic philosopher called seneca and um i'm going to mince it up a little bit but in the in the paraphrasing of it basically he says um in order to be great you need to be deemed first foolish and basically it's moving through anything that you're starting to learn, you will be looked upon as foolish because that is the process that you have to go through to get mastery with something. And if you start telling yourself, I'm an imposter with all of this, you know, I'm not as good. There's the comparisons coming in. We live in a very comparative world right now with such instant gratifications on say social medias and things like that. Um, So, I mean, it's this, it's the probably the most simplest time humans have ever lived, but, one of the most complex, I think, as well. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And um, I think impo- for me personally, I feel imposter syndrome goes a little deeper than, than the way in which you explained it. Um, mm. Just because of my own experiences with it. For me, I don't feel like it's just a lack of confidence or an inability to trust yourself. Um, it's more around... It's more around the situations that have happened to me or others, speak for myself personally, the situations that had happened to me in the past that didn't allow me to do the things that I wanted to do. So it's mm. like there's the bias there of understanding, yes, like new levels, new devils, the more, the more you push yourself up, but it's like actually not allowing yourself to do something because of what's happened to you in the past, you know, not thinking or feeling good enough, not feeling wanted, um, not feeling accepted. Like all of those past experiences, for me, what made me feel like an imposter? You know, because mm. who am I? Who am I to, to even deserve any of this? It's not about, oh, I can't. It's about, no, I don't. Yeah, that's a, yeah, okay, it's very well put. Yeah, and you can take the same things into relationships and things like that as well. You know, falling out of your power because and putting someone on a pedestal potentially as well, right? It's uh, there's there's an imposter in that. Oh, okay, now you're you're falling out of 
when you're moving into the more I'm going to I'm going to go out of my way to people please this person because of my own insecurities of of my imposterness in whatever situation I'm in. I'm just referring to a relationship right now, but you could do that same thing with a job, co-workers, bosses, um, parents, um, friends, you know, any, any new activity you're starting in, then you're never going to obviously um, be able to grow through. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I fully can embrace exactly that, what you've just said. Um, and I think most people can. I don't think we talk about concepts. I mean, we, we, we might talk about them in a deeper, more open way than people might have heard. Who knows? I mean, but I don't think the concepts we talk about on here are, are, are very unique uh, at all because I think most people in some shape or form absolutely, you know, feel or have felt or continue to feel or or be in the sense of whatever it is that we're talking about. Jeez, uh, I, mean, I mean, if you want to just put it, the 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 label is as imposter syndrome i guess you know i would feel like it every day just moving through what we're creating and doing because it's never been done before and it's just uh and i think with my human design as a manifester i'm, I'm out there just doing things and initiating things that have never been done before and it's just you've just got to have i think it's the entrepreneurial kind of concept as well it's just when you're jumping off a cliff and continually jumping off cliffs to and building the planes on your way down you're always going to think you're going to land at the bottom and crash out, but you know, like it's just, and then it comes back to the trust and the divinity of, of you will be caught and, and whatever that catchment looks like isn't necessarily going to be what it is that your, your, your mind is conceiving that is how you will be caught. And, uh, and, and so then you can start plucking all these different kind of threads that we've kind of all gone over. And then you've got this concept of the human and it's just, and all it's, and all it's, um, in all its beautiful complexity, which is, you know, why this industry, this, you know, podcast industry, wellness industry, the the self-help industry, it's just such a, a huge gnosis on everything because there's so many things and levers you can pull. Oh, for sure, man. And it's like perception, right? Everyone has a, a different perception and a different bias based on their own past experiences, who they are, the way in which they grow up, the the message that they want to convey, the way in which they want others to perceive them, the way in which they perceive themselves. It's like, it's all a big mess. Realistic. <laughs> and if you think, if you think Ryan and I actually have it all worked out, I'll tell you what, we don't. We're just like everyone else. We just, uh, we just... We're just constantly in the moment working through it. And uh, and then the new level comes and you think, God, all right, it's enough. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it's and, it, and it's like it's it's like constantly understanding that, right? Like no way or anything or even close to perfect. Um, or neither do we even try to be, right? Mm. Um, or even like think we know it all. We're merely just making it up as we go and, and guiding ourselves and trusting our own intuition based on um, our own past experiences and, and the guidance that we've had in the past, right? Um, mm. and, and sort of honoring that and honouring ourselves, and on, honouring that we will get it wrong, um, on honouring that we, we still do have masks that we wear and armours that, that are known or unknown, um, and we're still trying to work through them, you know? I think yeah. the difference is you finally get to a point where personal development isn't self-deprecation. You know, mm. it's about finding the things that are wrong with you once you've moved through enough things where you can land in a place of you being like, you know what, I'm actually acceptable as mm. I am. 
even with all the shit that's happened to me mm. and things that, that are still happening to me. Um, and secondly, just understanding that the work's never done and there will always be levels and journeys and layers and rests and, and periods of advancement and, and periods when you go slow. It's like we're constantly going to be cycling between rigidity and chaos. Like that's it's mm. a guarantee, right? And it's like whether or not we get stuck in a point um, or, or ne- whether or not we allow ourselves to continually move through and that pace will always change, right? We're always going to be wearing masks. Mm. I think that's... Uh... That's something that's dropped into me right now. I'm like, we're always going to be wearing masks. It's the acceptance of the masks that you want to wear, I think, because you're never not going to be wearing a mask. Everything's going to, especially if you're constantly pushing your edges into new situations, there's going to be a mask there. There's going to be, you know, you're never going to be, okay, and I'm just going to just speak openly. I'm not going to lay it out. But I guess you're never going to be fully, 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 100% 100% authentic yourself walk, walking into a new situation with new people. You're always going to have some barriers. And that makes sense, right? Because you don't know these people. You don't know the situation. You're not going to go all in because you've got to hold some things back for yourself because you're still, you know, we're still still the the the, the cave caveman sitting around a fire and looking into the darkness and, and waiting and hearing for the snarling growls, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we're, we're all just kind of doing that constantly. And so there's going to be some sense of protection of going, okay, all right, that's cool. I, I know myself very well, so I can still hold myself, but there's still going to be little bits, right? There's still going to be little masks going, okay, they're still going to hold some trust back because there still needs to be a little bit of something to give. And then once once that can start being unlocked, then it's just like boom, boom, boom. Um, so I guess with masks, yeah, we're always going to be wearing them. It's just how 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 see-through can they be whilst wearing them? Sure, and it's about like understanding the situation, the people, roles, situations, um, and even like understanding what other people may need from you as well, right? Um, mm. Because sometimes when we can be our authentic self, it, it can be confronting for people, right? <laughs> yes, it can. No, oh, it can. Um, we were sitting in Rape uh, a few days ago, and I had a beautiful drop in, and it was just about. Um, I, was, I was having quite a uh, like a bit of a down day. Um, uh, it was a couple of days there, and and sitting in my therapy session uh, earlier that day as well. Um, and I was just talking about the concepts of just really highs and really lows, and moving through, and and with the highs, you know, going lows. And I, I was I was talking about how I want to just get better at not having such such highs and such such lows that come with it um and i'm not saying i'm on the floor you know in a depressive state but just i'm wanting to to kind of get a little bit more of a of a what would you say an easier roller coaster i guess within my life but then you and i were talking and and going through it and sitting with it and 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 the thing that dropped into me was what i've always been um, kind of chasing to um, to kill is ipso facto a part of myself that I haven't realized that I haven't learned to love yet unconditionally. And it was kind of like, you know, we're all a bit neurotic, but, you know, some of us have a little bit more than in, than others. And I guess I do to a point sometimes. And I'm like, 
oh yeah, I'm a little bit erratic, a little bit more neurotic sometimes, and and then but just absolutely owning that and 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 loving that part of myself and just going, okay, that's that's cool. That makes me unique and that makes it fun and entertaining for life. And and you know, it's something I'm always going to be working on, but it's certainly not something to get rid of because I can't because it's it's kind of part of me that's just going, all right, that's there. But making making the the how does that feel for you to land in that place of like having to admit to yourself that you can be neurotic? Mm. It, it was. It was getting. It got to that point of going, yeah, I, that's 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 me, and like, cool, it's it's, it's all right, and and so that it, it's been a nice movement from there because that was that was probably almost a week ago, and and that's just been sitting with me, and it's been really really beautiful, and and. Going, yeah, I'm I'm slightly more neurotic, and that's okay, uh, and that's a part of myself that I'm just learning to love a bit more, and and uh, and then you know now it's not becoming a mask or a shadow aspect of the self. It's just going, yeah, there it is. It's coming out again, and you know whatever whatever it is, and it's um. But that's been a beautiful a beautiful drop in, and, and you helped me help me kind of see that, which was great. It could be your new demonster, neurotic Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> the neurotic Nathan. <laughs> neurotic Nathan. But it, it's true, right? And and this is a conversation that, that I often have with my clients and when we talk about demonstering and understanding these aspects of ourselves, it's just like asking yourself why it's here. Like, what does it need? You know, what does that neurotic part of all of us need? Hmm. Why is it here? What does it want? Like, uh, like, when we have a look at our childhood, a lot of it is based on that, right? Like a lot of who we are and, and the scripts that we have and the armors that we have can be based on on when we were children and the, and the things that um, may have happened to us or the, way, the things that we perceived happened to us. Um, and so it's like if, if this stems from when I was younger, it's like that is just the younger aspect of yourself wanting to come through, wanting acknowledgement, wanting to be mm. heard, to be loved, to be felt. Uh, so it's like a, it's a simple question when these things come through of just asking yourself, like, okay, what is what is this aspect of me need? You know, why is mm-hmm. it that this is coming through? And not in like, an, as we said before, said before, not in a detrimental way. It's like self-inquiry. It's like in, being inquisitive with, with the question, not like what's mm-hmm. wrong with me. It's like, well, okay, what do I actually need? Mm. Yeah, and it's, like, I mean, even if you listen to a lot of Jordan Peterson's or you do his uh, his um, personality test, you know, like it tests on the level of neuroticism. Like it's actually a trait, you know. And so it's 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 in a in a in a, in a controlled society where it deems that that high neuroticism is is bad. And so you know, but it's, there's there's more ownership, you know. Like if you've been listening to us for a long time, uh, for for you know, or following us for a long time, you can see we're just working things out as they come up, as they go. You know, it's 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 continual game, and it's just more and more self acceptance what it comes down to, and more and more self love, and and then ultimately it's more love for for the world, and out you go, mm-hmm. and um, and so, but I mean, the if the awareness isn't there, then it does become kind of more of a mask, doesn't it? Really, because You've got to put up a front or something like that, or 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 your inability to share how you are or or how you're feeling, and that's something I'm always um, contending with is in, is informing and sharing and um and and so if there's a part of of myself that I haven't 
learn to fully love or accept, well, then there will be a mask up, right? Because because then there's a part of myself that I'm potentially ashamed of or um, or I'm trying to get others to see me in another light because the part of myself that I don't like, well, you're not going to try and show. And so there's that that vicious game, right? And then, and then obviously the armor comes up and it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm always trying to work on to be a lot softer, you know, because it's it's very simple for me to be very stern and, and direct. But my softness, I, I wanted to bring that out, my f- more feminine energy flow and and more creative flow. And, and so if these parts of yourself you don't like, or you are unwilling to accept, then the armor will be built up because you've got to defend. <laughs> you've got to defend those um, those statements, and and then you're just in the in the program of of, of the known. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's that's what I've been not wrestling with, but that's what I've been kind of working with the last last week. Um, and I guess you know all these all these themes of these podcasts come from somewhere, don't they? You know, you and I are just like, hey, what are we going to talk about this week? And we're just like, okay, well, let's try this, this, and this, and then something will land, boom. And and today I was like, hey, let's do this, and it's just like, dun 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 dun, and it landed with you. And but yet here we are, we're doing our own um, own personal therapy session and writing in our diaries and letting everyone else hear. <laughs> yeah, brother, it is, but it's it's uh, it's perfect, man, because it's, it's all about permission right and that's probably one of the biggest things is and and the one of the biggest things that most people struggle with is actually giving themselves permission to feel because we're never really taught how to do it right we're never really taught how to acknowledge what's truly going on with us and it's like Mm -hmm. that's still something that i struggle with within myself it's like some days i wake up and i just i actually just don't even want to look people in the eyes yeah so i'll keep my head down and today was one of those days and it was like, I, I don't even know where it came from because life is broad. Mm. Very, very hard to get life to where, where it is at the moment. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just wake up and some days you're having a bad day. Um, yeah. Some days it, it merely just happens, right? So it's like, is that an armor or is, the, is there still something that needs to be worked with? Why isn't that I can't actually just acknowledge that I'm having a bad day or even just be like, hey, look, um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just having a bad day. I don't want to talk about it. Um, and for me, even just thinking of that, it's like it's it's hard for me to acknowledge that I am having a bad day when things are going really well. Because one, there's nothing there. There's no reason why I should be. And two, uh, because when I was younger, I was never allowed to. Because you know? I had bad days, bad days all the time. And that was the perception or the judgment that other people placed on me, right? Um, I remember really, really, um, I remember a moment when I was 18 and I was at a club and uh, one of the dads of, of one of the boys that I grew up with was there. And like, he was pissed, I was pissed. And we were just outside and he just like comes up to me and he was like, you're a really fucked up little kid. Oh. <laughs> I just remember being like, <laughs> thanks <laughs> like, what do you want me to do with that and I probably would have only been maybe 23 so this was like a year after I had my dark night or so and I was still working through my shit like I was I was, still yeah. drinking, I was boxing and not to be honest I don't actually think I was drinking because I would have been boxing and I would have just been there so it's probably why I'm really really conscious and aware of it even though it just dropped in now um yeah. 
But it was just like one of those moments when you're just like, man, it must have been really bad for him mm. just to when this was when I was like five, six, seven years old. And that's like 15 years later. So it's like, man, he must have been through a lot. You know? Oh, yeah. That young little boy, little Ryan. And then, yeah. um, to then like let yourself just re experience it, even in the moment now, like there's, there's still emotion attached to mm -hmm. the experience because it's actually not something that I've thought of for a really, really long time. But to like and allow yourself to acknowledge just simply how you're feeling and then mm -hmm. voicing how you're feeling um, and not worrying about what other people may think or like the perception um, mm -hmm. is something that I'm still working on. And I know that I surround myself with people that would understand if I was just like, I just don't want to talk today. Be like, sweet as um so there's always new things to work through there's always new learnings new understandings um more acceptance you know and it's not just about like accepting that this will always be a part of you or always something you have to work through and this is sort of where the balance becomes right because it's not about forcing yourself to be different it's about accepting yourself for who you are but they're not also not about accepting the limitations that mm. are either self-created or projected from other people. And understanding the difference between those two things, that's that's really is where the work is, right? Mm. You know, what's my true self? And, and and what's the conditioned aspect of me? You know, you'll never really know until you allow yourself to go into it, until you let that invisible mask come through, you know, and until you see a crack in a crack in the aspect of yourself that you're trying to work through, right? And it's also going to be if if the bad days, when they pop up again, are you still not doing anything about it and informing others around you that you don't feel like it, right? Because then that's, you're allowing it to, to, to create as a pattern of then being in the victimhood of that bad day because it's the now... Because now you see it, you're like, yeah, I've had a bad day and I surround myself with others who would understand going, look, I actually just don't want to talk about it and I'm I'm just going to keep my head down today and I feel a bit shit. Um, you know, it's not going to be like this forever. Um, and and there, there's that's the responsibility, I think, of, of you wanting to do different for yourself is seeing it, but then feeling into it and going, yep, that's what it is. And then what are the the steps? It's not about the steps of shaming yourself or trying to change your change your way of being. It's going, yeah, I have built the life and created the people around me that will understand if I just go, no, I'm having a shitty day. Just fucking leave me be. Mm -hmm. And then there, because there's there's great courage in saying that because that's very courageous. Mm -hmm. Because now it's 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 not about anyone else's reaction to it. It's just you, just informing of just going, yeah, I'm having a shit day. Okay, simple. And just knowing that that'll land for the others around you. And if it doesn't, well, then that's okay as well. It's just like a, an ignoring of an emotion, right? Um, because mm. of the idea of just needing to get on with it. And it reminds me of, uh, I had a reading with a, uh, I don't even know what you call her. Her name's Mix anyway. Um, Mix. Mix. M-I-X. Mix. She's South, oh, Mix. She's South African. Um, and she did a reading for me like online where, she, where you just book in with her and 
to find some time over the next week or two whenever she feels like, you know, a message is coming through for you and she'll drop in and write out pages and pages of transmissions, essentially. Um, and, and one of the big things that, that landed um, for me from, from what she was communicating uh, was like a, a strong masculine figure that whenever these moments like today happened, or there was anger or frustration or petty arguments or lying or whatever. Um, that it was like the masculine figure that I needed when I was younger, that instead of getting angry at me, instead of telling me off, instead of blaming or shaming me for the emotions that I wasn't able to process or the things that I wasn't able to work through, um, that masculine energy would just sit me down on a rock outside and like a forest, tell me to breathe and just say, we don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And so as we were talking about that, there was a reminder, it was like, oh man, that's been happening like, since the reading. And then there's been little aspects of things come up. I would just say that we don't do that anymore. Um, but today, I didn't allow myself to say that. Yeah. And we've had a big weekend. It was, you know, we launched beta and lots of people everywhere, lots of energy and lots of moving about. And, and so the, the physical energy, I mean, I felt it today as well. Uh, you know, I had to get on the road early and, you know, I didn't get to train this morning and, um, and, uh, you know, out and about in the world doing our things. And, and then it got to, it got to, you know, about six o'clock and I thought, Oh, we've got a podcast. I need to have a quick nap just to sharpen me up. Um, so there, there's the, you know, when you're out in the world doing big things like we're doing, we're going, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be draining the tank a bit. And when you drain the tank, you get a little bit more itchy and you get a little bit, you know, more tired. And, and so the, the mantras or the concepts that you've learned, you know, sometimes because they're, they're new and you're just going to just miss them a little bit, but there you go. You caught yourself going, no, I didn't say that today. And that's, you know, that's, that's, potentially something that may have helped me yeah yeah yeah, perfectly it's, it's not that i'm bad for not doing it. it's just noticing oh shit i wonder why i didn't fall back to the thing that's actually been supporting me you know and it's like okay that's an interesting part of myself as well right like okay when things are really bad why isn't that that the tools aren't lent on more you know why is it that you just got to keep going mm. like, well, like, I... michael we don't have time to reflect all the time do we oh exactly and i think that's a less that's a a concept all the listeners could probably reflect on as well. <laughs> because hey, when things are real tough, why do we not lean on ourselves? It's wow, oh, geez, if you could if you could answer that, you uh you you've you've cracked the wellness code, I guess, or the personal development code. You know, that's it, game over. What's the next game? Um, I don't think, you know, it's one of those those things. It's you know, the why question. Why, why, why? If you stop asking why, you stop moving. It's a, so what um I guess for you personally, brother, what what's a what's a what's an armor that you're working through at the moment? Mm, Even like some tools that you're using to work through layers of the self. My yeah, I think no, I feel my my armor of 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 protection um, of 
wouldn't say not letting others in, but still, you know, like I've got my core close group and my core close are, are all in on me, you know, like it's, it's, it's there, but then the, the, maybe the layer out just past that and beyond, um, I think there's, there's still a bit of keeping people slightly away, um, just as a self-protection mechanism, um, of, uh, I can do all this on my own, uh, of, and I think even people in my close group, uh, you know, I'm like, okay, I'll just wear the weight of, of this. And, um, and especially can, can see it in relationship dynamics as well. I just wear the weight of it. Um, it seems to be a, a program, um, you know, I've witnessed my dad over the years and that's definitely something that, that he does very well at. And it's something I've obviously been picked up and, and programmed through, um, but there's a there's an intimacy there's an intimacy armor there of, of from me um, that I'm constantly just just cracking through, uh, and then from from that is obviously um, the armor of not potentially exactly speaking about how it is that I'm feeling or what it is that I want or need in that, um, and I just shell up into my into my island uh, and I'll just I'll just I'll just go into myself and then I just you know. I'm just in and and there's no penetrating that and that can be very confusing for people who are close to around me um because I know what's going on but I don't I don't share that um so yeah I think there's there's def- definitely an intimacy armor there um that I've I've got to continually keep cracking and I don't think that's something that will just you know th- there'll, there'll be there'll be times where I'll get good um you know I'll get a I'll get some fireworks and there'll be some good cracking but I think it's just something that I'm I'm going to be constantly working on um and that's okay in one shape or form, but that's what relationships and friendships and all the things around. But there's a there's a big armor there, um, and it certainly does the work with me as well. Beautiful, beautiful brother. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's beautiful to know and acknowledge. You know, or even just people listening to know that there's still things that we're going through, there's still masks that we wear. That either protects us, um, weighs us down, keeps us alive. You know. Because it's not one or the other, right? It's 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 all of it at the same time, yeah. um, and so it's like the the armor we've created is there for a reason, right? It's there to protect us, you know, yeah. it's to, to keep us hidden. Um, also, it's there to protect us based on you know, the experiences that we've had in the past. Um, mm. So they're needed, and it's not just about ripping them all off because then you just leave yourself exposed. It's like taking it off piece by piece and understanding that there's aspects of you that, that no longer serve you, you know. Mm-hmm. You have all this armor on and it might be making you heavy, tired, lethargic, mm-hmm. you know, but if you strip it all off, then you're just going to feel exposed, uncovered, you know, mm-hmm. um, too vulnerable too soon. Um, mm-hmm. so I think just take it off piece by piece is, is, is an important part of the process. And it, and it can be hard for people because it's like every time you take it off, there's, there's going to be scars and wounds, yep. sores under, underneath it that, that you're then going to have to tend to, right? You're going to have to lay down and lick and, you know, reopen so that there's no infection. And that can be mm-hmm. challenging for people because they think the, 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 the work's going to be easy. Um, but it's hard. It's challenging. You know, it's, it's about being honest. Yeah, yeah, being honest. Truth and love, it can come down to those two things. And I know it sounds very cliche and, and all that, but it is. It ultimately comes down to truth and love. 
truth and love for yourself, truth and love for your life and, and everything that, that encompasses it. Um, I think if I could snap my fingers and, and be, you know, the curation of the man I'm, I'm constantly visioning, I would, I would, I would, my skill set would be very so much higher of my dance between my rigidity and my softness. I, um, I, I, I really want to have a, a more significant ability to be able to dance between the two, to be able to just go, yeah, I want to drop into some play and I can just drop into some play. Yeah, I want to drop into my softness. Yes, I want to sit there and and literally sit in front of a, a beautiful, you know, partner of mine uh, and just, just fucking share so vulnerably and openly and that just comes natural Um so, so then there can be more deeper trust and more vulnerability between us two. Um, but then also shape shifting back to the other way where I need the rigidity and I need the the masculine, I need the 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 going and and I need the the ability to attack and defend and 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 go uh, as well. Um, which I can dance in that realm very easy, but I want to, yeah, I guess that that like, if I could snap my fingers and 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 be the vision uh, instantly, that's that's where I would go. And and there's there's the armor that's there that's that's I'm just constantly chipping away at for that to 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 be happening more and more and more. And that takes more and more of me to to put myself into the um, into the softer situations of flow and dance and and um, intimacy and and all of that. And uh, it's 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 big it's big for me you know it's very simple for others but it's big for me and you know and that's just where i want to be opening my heart a lot more and more and more um you mm. you did snap your fingers and you moved to that place where you had the ability to flex and move between what you were saying with the softness of the dance to play the joy the the emotion of vulnerability and then move into the strength that is your masculine self and the aspects that that uh, you are perfecting or have perfected. If you were that person, what advice would you give yourself as like the things that you feel intuitively need to happen for you or you to change within yourself or work on for you to get there? What do you think it is? Or even think, like, what is it? Just take a moment. You just snap your fingers. You're in that place. You know, you can feel the ability to dance between. It's like, what changed and what got you there? Mm, good question. It, it would be the ability... to be able to be seen in what my mind would self-create as a weaker state of being because there's a there's a story that I'm feeling that's going through that to be soft is to be weak to be soft is to be taken advantage of to be soft is not a man. And that's that's the constant stories 
and programs that I'm just chipping away on. And yeah, from that, I guess it would be what advice would I give? Just, just keep dropping into play, keep dropping into softness. When someone asks how you feel, stop for a second and actually share how you feel. And the more that you do it, the more that you will be able to play and dance in the different realms. Mm. Beautiful. So it's like about slowing down and really allowing yourself to to feel what's going on and communicate mm. even if at the start um, mm. it's hard or you don't know. Mm. And feeling and feeling the fear of truth of of being vulnerable by sharing. Um, like I, I'm able to share very vulnerably, mm. but there's there's a certain aspect of of connecting intimacy by absolutely sharing when I'm at seems to be still some of my some of my armor there, which uh, you know each um, each relationship cracks more away, I guess. <laughs> uh, Totally, brother. Totally. Thank you for sharing it today. Appreciate it. Mm. Um, one more question. One more question. Mm. This, is, this, isn't a, this is an important one. Um, even if people used your vulnerability against you, even if you had to sacrifice um, some aspects of being a man, would you still be willing to do what you had to do to allow that flex and flow to happen. Oh, that's a fuck yes. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's a fuck yes. Right? The question we always go back to in rebirthing, are you willing? How, how willing are you? Or are you willing at all? You know, if someone's yeah. willing, um, there's no point in even guiding them through a breathwork session, right? Um, mm. Because you can work with people when they're willing, but if there's not a willingness to change um, or let go or re-experience or move through or forgive or take blame or take ownership, um, then then they're just simply not ready to, to, to sort of face that demon or face that beast or integrate that aspect of themselves. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. It just means that now's not the right time for no, exactly. Mm. Yeah, no, that's um, that's a fuck yes. That's a good question to ask. Because um, it is what I want. I want, I want, I want deeper softness in my in my in my next relationship or ships or however that looks. Mm. Um, I want deeper softness in my life. Um, you know, I guess there's a fear of like losing my sharpness as well. Mm, interesting. Mm. Yeah, I guess I guess it's actually a fear of losing who I think I am. Which is super interesting. Mm. But ultimately it's it's not. Mm. This isn't the human complex. Very <laughs> complex. Oh yes. Yeah. Cause who even who even are we? Really? Who even are we, Ryan? Oh, the stardust. Know. We're just stardust floating on this big rock in space in an ever-expanding universe, and we are just 
we are, you know, all the things we feel are basically just mineral chemical reactions that, that happen within our, in our self through our nervous system that are based off our sensory organs, seeing things in a way that are patterned from patterns that have been given to us. And does it all really mean anything, Ryan? No. <laughs> We're just having a stroke in our own ego through conversation. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Verbal masturbation right here, Mr. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're uh, everything and nothing at the same time. We we forever will be, right? Um, but it's like, yeah, it's understanding that, right? And, and everyone's journey is going to be different. And understanding your mask and understanding the armor that we wear is like an important aspect of it, right? Because then we can choose, okay, what aspects are we going to take off? What aspects are we willing to let go of? Um, what what's, what what needs to go and what what can stay for now? You know, because we don't need to to get rid of everything. You know, we don't throw the baby out of the bathwater because we might actually lose aspects of ourselves. And that's when, like, personal development and spirituality can start to become detrimental, right? Yeah. Um, well, I'm reminded of the story that you shared from your um from your last ayahuasca journey about when you were talking about releasing your selfishness, and you said, "No, I'm going to hold into some selfishness." <laughs> um, it's the same concept. You you you're not going to release everything. You need, you know, we we have we have everything within us. It's just what what depths of the actual, you know, self that are that are that are stuck within us that we're going to release. Hmm. Um, but yeah, you, you without selfishness, we're selfless. Um, yes, I've worked really really hard to to be who I am. So why would I go I go ahead and simply lose myself? You know, so self, sure. self selfishness is self preservation. You know, yeah. I've, spent, I've spent a lifetime um, giving of myself to give, give to other people, um, not not from a healthy place, but from a negative place. So mm. I need to acknowledge that, no, I'm allowed to be selfish. Is it me acknowledging that I'm actually fucking important? Put a new first, baby. Oh, yes. Mm, that's good. Well, brother, I think that um, probably ties it up. I'm, I'm feeling really... I feel like I feel like we um, we did really well on this one, actually, considering we're in different parts of the country and and we're just getting it done. I uh, I really thank you, brother. I, I fuck, I love doing this with you. Too, brother. I love doing it with you as well, boy. Mm-hmm. It's an to share, to communicate, and and uh, well, share our perceptions with the world, right? Exactly. You know. So for you listening as well, thank you so much. Like honestly, it warms our heart. And, you know, we, we we did a little event on the weekend and and every time we put something on or we put something out in the world or we do something, you know, even if one person listens or shows up or does what it, we, we're so, we're just as stoked as if, you know, 100,000 people turned up, you know, because oh, oh, there, there's, we're just doing this to, to, to be able to, you know, change the conscious, collective conscious out in the world just by putting our own, you know, messaging and energy out into into the world and and saying our piece. And here we are in the bottom of the world, in this corner of this little screen right now. We're saying our peace, brother. Yeah, we are, we are, brother. <laughs> so thank, thank you for coming, Michael. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. Uh, tune in next week. Uh, if you do love this episode, please give us a shout out on Instagram. Tag us. Share it out because we want as many people to come and, come and join our community house as possible. Uh, but other than that, we love you all and uh, we'll see you next week. See you later, everybody. Ciao.